Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined this week by Jenna Tobble and Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning. Morning, Andy. So last week we talked about how to get caught up if we're falling behind on our bills. What's the big topic today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about common money habits of debt-free people, Ah. right? These are the habits that you should adopt if you want to become and stay debt-free. And live happy-go-lucky. Yeah, yeah, well... Right. So, I mean, debt is one of the most stressful and difficult parts of personal finance for most people. Right. I mean, it's something we've all stressed about at one point in time or another. Um, It's, you know, and debt is one of those things that people are actually shocked to find out if you don't carry some kind of debt. They're like, what? What's wrong? How do you not? How? Right? Right. It's so common. That is so common in our society these days that, and it causes people so much stress, right? I mean, but you really assume everybody has a car loan, a credit card, and probably a mortgage or some student loans or maybe both, right? Or all of it. Just, yeah, or all of it. (laughs) Right? Um, I mean, well, it's more likely that someone does have debt, right? So it's it's your your assumption is probably correct that most people around you have all of this debt. It's more common, um, but it's not true that everyone has debt or everyone has all of these debts all at once, right? I mean, so I want we always share all these like sad statistics of the financial world that people live in. But today I'm going to kind of flip that around a little bit. So I want you to think about this. So about 80% of Americans have some form of consumer debt. But that means that 20% don't. Right? Look on the bright side. There's a a section of the population that does not have some form of consumer debt. One-fifth of us. Yeah. (laughs) 61% of Americans have at least one credit card. That means 40% don't have one. That I find amazing. I I don't. I don't have one. I'm not, I mean, I'm not raising my hand. I. <laughs> Me neither. I have. I have them too, Andy. <laughs> it, it is possible to live life without them. It's all I'm saying. What do you mean, Jenna? How could that? Be? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're going to talk all about that today. Um, so, my last little statistic I want to share, and I. This is a recent statistic, but I think it might be a little bit on the low side. Um, Nationally, on average, only 31% of Americans have a car loan, which would mean about 60% of people don't have a car loan. Hmm. I don't have a car loan. Like, I will soon because I want to get a new car, but I don't right now. (laughs) Those are the really nice times when you're between the car loans. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, really, you, you kind of think about these numbers and really the idea that debt is so normalized in our society, um, it's really viewed as something that everyone has. Um, but that's actually part of the problem um, people have because they it, they think about money differently 
when you think that it's just a normal thing you have to have to get through life, right? Um, and ultimately, it keeps you from making good money moves when you're when you have debt. So today, we're going to give our listeners a list of habits that they can develop to become and stay debt free. All right, I love the way you try to put a positive twist on the statistics, but uh, <laughs> maybe you should we should dive into this right away, Michelle. What what are some of the debt free habits that we need to know about? All right, so the first habit is to know your money and to pay attention to your money. So really, you need to understand the importance of paying attention to the deta- details that are associated with your money. So when you get those bills and those statements, don't just throw them in a pile on the kitchen table that you'll look at them later. You know, you need to be diligent. Stay on top of, you know, when your bills are due, um, what's what's coming out when they're due. I think this is a big thing. You have to open them and you have to read it. <laughs> um, just leaving them there in the envelope, guessing when they're due and guessing how much they are is harder. Um, I also think it's really hard. These, a lot of companies now want to email you the statements. They want to save paper. I get it. There's a cost to that. But I find that those are the ones that are harder to take a look at or harder to remember when they're due because I don't have it right there in front of me. So I think that adds an element for people. So you have to be aware of all of those. By being aware, you can avoid late payments, overdraft charges from your financial um, or even missing payments altogether because that's going to cost more money in the end. Um, that's you pretty also, amazing. You, you know, especially yeah, if you have those credit card payments, you miss one. Ouch. Yeah, I mean that you could have a fee on that. And that's going to cost a fortune. Yeah, a fee, interest, a knock on your two payments that you now have to pay at once. Ooh, yuck! Right, it gets ugly. It can get very ugly. It's a lot of extra money that you don't need on top of it. So. Plus, I think it's it's good to look at your look at your statements. You know, what if what if you're paying for a subscription for something that you no longer use? You know, if you don't look at your statement, you don't look what's on there. You might not see that that's canceled, or if it's a, something that you agreed to, and now you want to stop that. If you don't look at that statement, you're going to just keep paying for something you don't use. I have a friend who has a um, a gym membership on a credit card. He has not gone to that gym in probably <laughs> five years. But he he just thinks just maybe he'll go back. Just okay. cancel it. <laughs> so that's probably one of the more common stories I've heard. Yeah. So you know, if it, it gives you reassurances, if you're you're in control of your money, not the other way around. So that's why it's a good idea to open that and be aware of stuff. Um, knowing your money is the first step in managing it. Um, those who are debt free, they know their money. They know where it is. They know what's happening with it at all times. All of this that we've been talking about goes back to this common thing that we bring up every single week, and that's. A budget. Yeah, that's a great point, Andy. I mean, uh, creating a budget is a really great way to get started with this, right? So we've mentioned our budgeting calculator on this show many times before, um, as well as the free My Money tool that we have in online banking that can really help you get started with developing this habit of knowing your money. Okay, so the budget is a key point. What other habits should people work on as they move towards being debt-free? Yeah, I think the second really big habit is to live below your means. So to live within your means requires you to accept that, you know, where you're at in life and you're content with everything that you have. Um, it's always good to be aware of what you make and commit to living within those means. It allows you to have the money necessary for savings, investments, and other goals that you're trying to reach. You know, you'll never, you'll probably never reach being debt-free if you continue to rack up credit card debt, if you overdraw your accounts and you never save any money. That's going to be a really challenge to get to that debt-free status. Common sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, if, if there's a chance that you're not making enough to even cover the basics when you look at that budget and you're not making enough, sometimes you have to look at a second a second income. You know, is there, do you need to pick up a side job somewhere, get a little extra cash to help you live within your means, to not use those credit cards? Really living within your means simply means that the amount of money you have going out doesn't surpass the amount of money that you have coming in. There's some left over. Yeah, and that's a really a really great point, Michelle. I'm glad you brought that up. We actually um, had an entire episode a few weeks ago. I think it was episode uh, 57 where we talked all about how to tell if you are living beyond your means. And we kind of went through some some things that you can look for that would signify, yep, I'm living beyond my means. I'm not staying within my budget. I'm, you know, just some common things that you do every day that would really kind of signal to you that something's not quite right, that you need to make some adjustments. So I would really encourage anyone that's listening today um, to go back and listen to that episode as well. It's really going to give you um, a good feel for if you are or are not already living beyond your means and kind of help you gauge some habits that you need to change to help you start living within your means. I think we called that dis-savings. I think that was what you told me at least, Jenna. Dis-savings. We're going to continue talking about living debt-free habits that we can um, develop to get to the point where we can be debt-free. It's a good money move, and we'll continue in just a moment here on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. With Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble and Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about habits, habits we can form that will help us become debt free. So, Michelle, you've covered two big ones. What's the next habit we need to try to tackle? Yeah, the next habit is kind of what we were talking about, it's, but it's the opposite of dis-savings. It's actually actively saving money. So we'll never really be totally debt-free and stay debt-free unless we're actively saving some money. So ideally, you have money saved for all kinds of reasons. There's emergencies. There's birthdays and holidays that we always know are coming up. There's vacation. There's vehicle repairs, insurance deductibles, children's education, and of course, the big one, retirement. Um, you know, the stuff that we we know are going to come up. So if we have savings for these ahead of time, that's a better option. And of course, that list could go on and on. But that's budgeting right there, what you're talking about. Yeah, very much so. You know, I think a lot of it is like that vacation. If you save for it ahead of time, then you're not paying it on those credit cards later. Yeah. So it's going to give you that freeing feeling a little bit. You put money away for your clothes. So when you need to get some new clothes, you have yeah. cash on hand. Yeah. Instead, instead of financing it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah we don't want to do that because that just repeats the cycle again. Um, you know, we find that debt-free people love putting money in their savings account and do it consistently. They build that savings right into that budget, um, dedicated to following through each month. Using automatic transfers makes it really easy. Um, having money saved and continuously putting it into a savings account is a great key in living debt-free. So let's talk about how we do this automatic savings business. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a, a great point that Michelle made. Um, it really, so automating your savings is just this really great way to kind of set it and forget it. Like, so it's not something you have to actively remember to do all the time because if you have to actively remember to go in and move money from your checking account where your paycheck gets deposited and move it into a savings account, there's a lot of reasons where you can talk yourself out of pushing that button to do the transfer. <laughs> So you have to remove yourself from the equation, essentially. Um, So once you've kind of gone through that budget and you know the things that you want to save for, you know how much you want to save, go into, I mean, and I'm speaking um, specifically to the online banking access that our members have, because that's what I know. I don't, if you don't bank with us, I wouldn't know what you are able to do within your specific account. But if you go into your First Alliance online banking account, you can actually set up reoccurring transfers that look at the date that your paycheck comes in and it will move money automatically that day to your savings account. Or sometimes you can even have your paychecks like split up into different accounts from the get-go. So a portion of your paycheck never actually gets deposited into your checking account and goes straight into your savings. That is, I mean, this it's so easy to do now. Uh, yes. You know, previously you would actually have to take the action to go and either call up your bank or go to your financial and request to move this money from account A to account B. Mm-hmm. And that would take some willpower. <laughs> it does. Some yeah. discipline. Yeah, do, using the automation removes your willpower from the whole equation, except for the one time you actually have to set it up. Yeah. <laughs> this makes it so much easier. And do that right after your budget so you're super optimistic and you're all fired up and ready to go. Yeah. And you can I know, I do that more. with I do that with my paycheck. There's a portion that goes into a special savings account yeah. each paycheck, and I don't even notice it. Yeah. Don't even realize it's yep. really there or that it's really gone. But it's, it's taxing yourself. Yeah. You're going to collect it's your... It's paying yourself. Okay, Let's well. be positive here. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so much better. Okay. That's a great idea. Automatic withdrawals to a savings account definitely make saving easier. And uh, the best thing, you don't have to remember to do it or actually, actually physically going to have it happen for you. So any other habits we, we should be covering, Michelle? To uh... Oh, you bet. We got a couple more. Okay. Um, so the fourth one is to have a plan for your money and have goals for your money. You know, living debt-free means recognizing the value of short-term and long-term goals. Um, you know, whether you're looking at a new car or that vacation or retirement or like I've talked about before, my son's wedding coming up. You know, it's if you can have that target, um, then it's something to move toward, something to save toward. So that's a good way to do it, having that plan. Um, you can find ways to consistently remind yourself about the goals. Sometimes a trick like a post-it note on the refrigerator, um, that might be something that does it. Or when you sit down at your computer to do you know, your banking or to do pay your bills or something, that might be your time that you go to make that transfer if you don't have it set up automatically. Um, you know, Goals, when they're top of mind, it's easier to stay disciplined and avoid overspending. So that's a habit that debt-free people get into is have those goals top of mind and then you can eventually enjoy the rewards of that savings. Um, People who are debt-free, they know they need to create focus goals and action plans to help them achieve it. Um, And I love the the line, a goal without action is just a wish. It's not going to help you get there. So setting goals, you know, takes takes time. Get that set up. Think about what you want to achieve. And as we've talked about before, make sure your goals are smart. That's a great method to, to do smart goals, which means specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. 
the SMART goals. SMART goals. Yeah, yeah. we talked all about um, financial goal setting in episode 25, actually. So it's really great that you brought that up. So again, to our listeners today, I would really recommend that you go back and listen to that episode as well. Um, if you're not familiar with what SMART goals are or how to set them using that methodology, um, it'll really be beneficial to have that framework to work within, especially if you're new to goal setting. And I imagine so much of this, too, is almost, you know, it's a carrot. Mm -hmm. Psychologically, if you have, you know, whether it be a boat or a vacation, as you mentioned, Michelle, or contributing to your child's wedding fund or, uh, you know, a retirement cabin along a lake, um, you know, something to you, you wish to attain to give you that little push to follow through on this. Right. If it's just going to go over there and sit without any dreams attached to it. It might make it a little bit more difficult. For sure. The discipline wouldn't be there then. <laughs> For me anyway. Exactly. I'm with you on that. We're talking about living debt-free, the habits you can form to make it uh, to make it achievable for you, to make that good money move. Michelle Dodd is here along with Jenna Tobble. I'm Andy Brownell, and we'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROCAM, and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROCAM, and 96.9 FM. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language? With Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROCAM, and 96.9 Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell, Jenna Tobble, and Michelle Dodd with First Alliance Credit Union. And we're talking about becoming a debt-free person. What do we, Michelle, or I mean, Jenna, how many did we decide? Was it 20% of us are debt-free? Yes. You want to be a 20%er. Yeah. (laughs) Or make that even larger. Let's make it 30%. Yeah, there you go. All these good habits and they're common sense habits. It's budgeting, it's setting goals, living within your means, knowing where your money is going. Are there any other habits, Michelle, that debt-free people follow? One last one to talk to you about. Um, Really, it's about careful and thoughtful spending. So to be debt-free, you don't have to avoid spending altogether. You just have to make sure you don't overspend. So, you know, you can go shopping and spend your money. But when you do, make sure you're able to do so with confidence because you know exactly how much you can spend and how much, you know, that your expenses are already taken care of. So I've got this amount to spend. I was thinking about this with all the, you know, prime days already happening and all the multiple Black Fridays happening. People have to be really careful of that and still know what your budget is and how much you're going to spend for that and be thoughtful about what you're spending. So no, just Im- buying. no impulse buying. Yeah, impulse buying is gets people in trouble. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. Unless you've set aside money in your budget specifically for impulse, impulse buying. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And you could you know you could work hard to, to avoid that and and have the money stored up. So um, you know I think the other thing is that would be good for you is to um, not have on those all those websites where you've got your your cards already in there, your store cards, credit cards. Um, take those out of the shopping website so it's not just that easy and that convenient for you just to click, click, and, and you've bought something. Um, you know, give yourself time if you've got a big purchase that you want to buy. Um, give yourself time to to save for that big ticket item. You know, whether it's a TV or a new appliance or something. Um, only pay for things with cash. 
um, that you've earmarked ahead of time to spend that way. So only using your cash, not using those credit cards. Um, be choosy about where and when you dine out. Um, don't let it be, you know, that you're dining out all the time because that adds up and that gets oh, costly. Gosh, that's, yeah. I imagine thing, when we talk about budgets, that that's a really common thing to find. Oh, yeah. People people eat out a lot. It's it's crazy. You know, one thing that I noticed this fall is the decorations on everybody's porches, all the mums and the hay bales and the pumpkins. It looks great. But you know what? I figured out I saved 200 bucks by not doing that. And <laughs> I, it, I didn't do it just to save money. I did it because I just, I'm not a decorator. I don't like doing it. So I took the spin, took the positive spin and thought, look at how much money I just saved. I should put that towards something else. And those, nice. those mums only last a few weeks, right? Yeah, and I have a black thumb, so they wouldn't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> I have the same well, problem. <laughs> the one thing you, you did mention, Michelle, is that that waiting thing, the cooling off thing. Yeah. Especially when you've got the fever, you know, like the big 4K TV that's got mm-hmm. everything, all the bells and whistles, and and look at the sale on that thing. And I, I don't know how many times I've talked myself out of it just by saying, I'm not doing this until tomorrow for sure. Yeah. And yeah. just a few hours, so you go, okay, I don't really need that one. I don't. Yeah. It's It doesn't have to happen. Yeah. And I would just like to quickly add as a little um, tool that would be beneficial when you're, when we're talking about um, spending and trying to control your spending um, and being particular about where you spend your money, right? So we've talked about this um, tool in previous episodes, but I just wanted to bring it up again because it just fits so well with what we're talking about. The My Cards feature in our mobile banking app. it can really help you manage your spending in all of the ways that we've been talking about, right? So you can block yourself from using your card at certain places or even set spending limits for yourself at certain merchants, um, which can be really helpful to somebody who's just getting started on their path to this debt-free lifestyle that we've been talking about. Um, It just, again, it takes your kind of conscious effort out of it and it just gives you that little reminder like, oh yeah, I wasn't going to spend money here or, oh, I've hit my spending limit on this shopping trip here or uh, it just kind of helps gives you some checks and balances to your spending. Um, Artificially imposed discipline until you actually see the rewards of what you're doing and you probably won't need it after that. Yeah. I love that term, artificially imposed discipline. <laughs> I love it. I'm using that from now on, Andy. Okay. You need some artificially imposed discipline. But I, I love all these uh, new gizmos that you have with all these online features because automated savings features, you can... Um, at First um, Alliance, if I come in and open an account, is this something you talk to uh, people about? Go, oh, by the way, we've got this, this, and this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Take advantage of it if you're out there and um, take advantage of all the excellent information that I'm sure I can find about this subject. <laughs> Habits we can form that can help us get to debt-free status in our life. I bet mm-hmm. uh, there's a, an abundance of information on your, the First Alliance Credit Union website. 
Yes, absolutely. Our website, firstalliancecu.com. I've mentioned a bunch of different resources and some past episodes for you to go check out. Um, You can find them all on our website. Um, Specifically, if you go to the Learn tab at the top of the menu on our website, you're going to find a ton of great resource pages. Um, Our online resource center also has a bunch of different calculators and worksheets that can really help you kind of assess your financial situation, help you make plans to move forward, and they're all free um, to use, and you don't necessarily have to be a member to access these resources. Um, They're just there for everyone. Um, And so the past episodes that I mentioned in the show, if you wanted to go back and listen to those, you can visit firstlinecu.com slash podcast, or they're also out on the krocnews.com website. And we also have all of our Good Money Moves episodes. Uh, You can find them on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. But of course, if you have specific questions, like you're done listening, you're done reading, you want to sit down and talk with somebody, you want answers for where you're at and what you want to accomplish that are concrete and specific to you, reach out to our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. They're there to help you get pointed in the right direction. They'll help you create a budget. They'll help you set goals. Um, They can help you figure out a way to pay down your debt or build up your savings. You know, whatever it is, wherever you're at in life, we're we're here to help you get to where you want to be. They can even help you impose artificial discipline. Yes. If you wish. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Good money moves. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Andy. We'll talk to at least one of you next week, I'm sure. But it's great to hear you again, Michelle. And uh, until then, this has been Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340.